Good morning, and welcome to the Love Grows Podcast, a ministry of St. James Anglican Church in Paris, Ontario. I'm Father Jason, the Rector of St. James, and as always, it's a delight and a privilege to be praying with you together. Today is Wednesday, September the 19th, and today we celebrate the commemoration of St. Theodore of Tarsus, the Archbishop of Canterbury. Tarsus beca- uh, Theodore became um, Archbishop of Canterbury in the year 667, and he brought peace and order to the troubled English church. Theodore was 65 years old at this time and was a refugee from Tarsus in war-torn Asia Minor when the Pope chose him to rule the Anglo-Saxon church. Once he arrived in England, he founded an an institution in disarray. A number of bishops were flouting a recent synod, and those who followed the customs of the older Celtic tradition agreed, for unity's sake, to conform to the Roman usages. Theodore also found that many dioceses had to be reorganized and that new dioceses set up, just to meet the pastoral needs of the people. Theodore attacked these needs with the energy of a man half his age. He was unyielding in his use of authority whenever he found irregularities, but generous beyond measure to those um, who, contribute, or who combined true holiness of life with genuine concern for unity. The Venerable Bede says that Theodore was the first of the archbishops whom the whole English church consented to obey. Theodore's skills as an organizer and his wisdom in setting policies made the church a truly national and unifying force in a country still divided into many kingdoms. When Theodore died on this date in the year 690, 690, he left the Anglo-Saxon church so strong and at peace that it was able to spare many of its best people to lead the advance in the conversion of the Germanic peoples in continental Europe. Our service of morning prayer begins on page 47 of the Book of Alternative Services. Let us pray. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The Lord is glorious in his saints. O come, let us worship. Together the Venite. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his for he made it and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. O that today you would hearken to his voice. The Lord is glorious in his saints. O come, let us worship. The reading from the First Testament is from the book of Job, and here we conclude the reading um, through the book of Job. Job answered the Lord, I know you can do anything. No plan of yours can be opposed successfully. You said, Who is this darkening counsel without knowledge? I have indeed spoken about things I don't understand, wonders beyond my comprehension. 
You said, Listen, and I will speak. I will question you, and you will inform me. My ears had heard about you, but now my eyes have seen you. Therefore I relent and find comfort on dust and ashes. After the Lord had spoken these words to Job, he said to Eliphaz from Taman, I am angry at you and your two friends because you haven't spoken about me correctly as did my servant Job. Now so now take seven bulls and seven rams, go to my servant Job and prepare an entirely burnt offering for yourselves. Job, my servant, will pray for you and I will act favorably, favorably by not making fools of you because you didn't speak correctly as did my servant Job. Eliphaz from Teman, Bildad from Shua, and Zophar from Naamah did what the Lord told them, and the Lord acted favorably toward Job. Then the Lord changed Job's fortune, and when he prayed for his friends, and the Lord doubled all of Job's earlier possessions. All his brothers, sisters, acquaintances came to him and ate food with him in his house. They comforted and consoled him concerning all the disaster the Lord had brought on him, and each one gave him a questia and a gold ring. Then the Lord blessed Job's later days more than his former ones. He had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 yoke of oxen, and 1,000 female donkeys. He also had seven sons and three daughters. He named one Jemimah, a second Keziah, and the third Karen Hapuk. No women in all the land were as beautiful as Job's daughters, and their father gave an inheritance to them along with their brothers. After this, Job lived 140 years and saw four generations of his children. Then Job died old and satisfied. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The appointed psalm for this morning is Psalm 72 on page 797. Psalm 72 on page 797. And we will read it together responsively by whole verse. Give the king your justice, O God, and your righteousness to the king's son, that he may rule your people righteously and the poor with justice, that the mountains may bring prosperity to the people and the little hills bring righteousness. He shall defend the needy among the people. He shall rescue the poor and crush the oppressor. He shall live as long as the sun and moon endure from one generation to another. He shall come down like rain upon the mown field, like showers that water the earth. In his time shall the righteous flourish. There shall be an abundance of peace till the moon shall be no more. He shall rule from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. His foes shall bow down before him and his enemies lick the dust. The kings of Tarshish and all the isles shall pay tribute and the kings of Arabia and Saba offer gifts. All the kings shall bow down before him, and all the nations do him service. For he shall deliver the poor with cries out in distress, who cries out in distress, and the oppressed who has no helper. He shall have a pity on the lowly and the poor. He shall preserve the lives of the needy. He shall redeem their lives from oppression and violence, and dear shall their blood be in his sight. Long may he live, and may there be given to him gold from Arabia, May prayer be made for him always, and may they bless him all the day long. May there be abundance of grain on the earth, 
growing thick even on the hilltops. May its fruit flourish like Lebanon, and its grain like grass upon the earth. May his name remain forever, and be established as long as the sun endures. May all the nations bless themselves in him, and call him blessed. Blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who alone does wondrous deeds. And blessed be his glorious name forever, and may all the earth be filled with his glory. Amen. Amen. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The second reading is from the book of Acts. One day, while we were on the way to the place for prayer, we met a slave woman. She had a spirit that enabled her to predict the future. She made a lot of money for her owners through fortune-telling. She began following Paul and us, shouting, These people are servants of the Most High God. They are proclaiming a way of salvation to you. She did this for many days. This annoyed Paul so much that he finally turned and said to the spirit, In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to leave her. The spirit left her at that very moment. Her owners realized that their hope for making money was now gone. They grabbed Paul and Silas and dragged them before the officials in the city center. When her owners approached the legal authorities, they said, These people are causing an uproar in our city. They are Jews who promote customs that we Romans cannot accept or practice. The crowd joined in the attacks against Paul and Silas, so the authorities ordered that they be stripped of their clothes and beaten with a rod. When Paul and Silas had been severely beaten, the authorities threw them into prison and ordered the jailer to secure them with great care. When he received these instructions, he threw them into the innermost cell and secured their feet in stocks. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Together, let us confess the faith of our baptism in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. For our intercessions this morning, we will use litany number one on page 110. In peace, let us pray to the Lord, saying, Lord, have mercy. For peace from on high and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the peace of the whole world, for the welfare of the Holy Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For our bishops, and for all the clergy and people, let us pray to the Lord. 
Lord, have mercy. For Elizabeth, our Queen, for the leaders of the nations, and for all in authority, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the county of Brant, and for the town of Paris, for every city and community, and for those who live in them in faith, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For good weather, and for abundant harvests for all to share, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who travel by land, water, or air, for the sick and the suffering, for prisoners and captives, and for their safety, health, and salvation, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For our deliverance from all affliction, strife, and need, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the absolution and remission of our sins and offenses, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all who have died, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Remembering St. Theodore and all the saints, we commit ourselves, one another, and our whole life to Christ our God. To you, O Lord. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together, you will hear their requests. Fulfill now our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come eternal life. For you, Father, are good and loving, and we glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, in the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, by the faithful ministry of your Bishop Theodore, you bound up the wounds of the English Church and renewed its vigor in the works of peace. Teach us, we pray, the art of your healing grace, that we may know the true balm and remedy for the divisions which afflict your Church. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless us and keep us. The Lord make his face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. The Lord look upon us with favor and grant us peace. Amen.